everyone, welcome to podcast number two for Revive Fitness and Nutrition by Julie Payton Monk. Um, you might recall the first podcast I did was all about mind mapping, um, a tool I've used many times in my own life and it's helped me to kind of achieve goals and directions in both my professional and also personal life. And I spoke previously about the transition from being full-time corporate role to personal trainer. And I also promised you guys that I would get somebody on um, to talk about how they've used mind mapping so it wasn't just my view, because um, obviously bringing these things to life helps when you've got someone else to talk about. So I'm delighted to say that today I have a very special guest. I have a friend, Laura, who I know um, I worked with previously in a team, and um, Laura has taken on the mind mapping technique and has used it um, in her own way um, to bring success in her own personal and professional life as well. Um, so hi Laura, thank you for joining. Hi. Um, and how I know Laura, as I mentioned, we used to be in a team together um, and in the corporate world you'll all be quite familiar with personal development plans. Um, this was something I found that didn't quite work for me um, and that's why I started doing mind mapping and getting a bit visual with it using that spider diagram and pulling together images of what I wanted. Um, but I'm very much somebody who likes to share my knowledge um, and so one day it was suggested that I kind of have a session with a group of people, but I actually decided to do it on a one-to-one -one basis. And that's where Laura comes in. So Laura was one of the people out of about 12, I think it was, I went through and done a mind mapping session with, um, exactly as I discussed on the first podcast, how to go about the process of mind mapping. And Laura's been one of the people to take that forward and find it a really beneficial tool. So Laura, if I come to yourself, and again, thank you for your time today. I just want to find out, I think it was back in February we done mind mapping, was that right? About that sort of timeline? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Maybe a bit longer ago actually, because I think I bought my new house as a result of it, and I only got my house in January, so it must have been a wee bit further ago than that. So I think, yeah. Maybe the maybe previous the, year. Yeah. Or the end of last, yeah, I think very long, yeah. Maybe a couple of years ago, I can't remember, but anyway, yeah, exactly. it's the... Okay, <laughs> to say that shows you how time flies. I know, yeah. it does, doesn't it? But that's actually quite funny now, it's a couple of years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so a while ago, shall we say, we've done the mind mapping session, and as Laura just touched on there, um, something about buying a new house. So on that train of thought then, Laura, I know we had the session and it was something that you took forward. And what did yeah. you do after that mind mapping session? If you take your mind back, how did you then take it forward from our initial discussion, which was only like, what, 10 minutes long? Yeah, so I think probably before the discussion, do you know, I did go into it quite sceptical because, like you say, like development plans and all this kind of stuff always just felt really like a tick box exercise and you're sort of just putting down the things that you're being led to put down and that type of thing. But I came into your mind mapping session and I think, yeah, just from chatting, it did make me think more about what do I want to do for me, which is probably something I'd not thought about before. I scribbled loads of notes down at that session and then went away from it and kind of just rearranged it. I more used the kind of spider diagram technique. I know you'd spoken about, like, you could put pictures if it was, like, a holiday or whatever, but I just sort of did it all kind of spider diagram -y and it was pretty messy as well, to be honest. There was no real structure to it. But I found just writing it down it really just it made me stop and think that one of my things that i put down for example was that i wanted to get fit again so quite loose just get fit because i used to be more into fitness before i had my girls and then when i sort of started to write and think about what i needed to do to start that 
and really reflect on, well, what is holding me back? It was, oh, well, well, I might be a bit scared. Oh, well, I might not know what I'm doing. Oh, it might be too hard. And I kind of just started to break down the barriers and realise that it's only myself that's holding me back. All of those things are things that I'm in control of. So that was actually a pretty easy one. You mentioned, there about um, getting back into fitness. And I was just going to ask you, is it a bit about having an honest conversation with yourself to say, why am I not doing these things that I want to do? Absolutely, I think so. And I would just use any excuse of, oh, you know, like confidence and when you have been maybe fit previously and then you know you're so far at the other side of that spectrum, it's it's the fact of just turning up and trying. And then obviously I've got a busy life with my children and I'd kind of been just telling myself for ages, oh, I don't really have time for that. I can't fit it into my life and work and everything. And yeah, just a bit of an honest reality check almost and thinking, all of those things are things that I am in control of. There's, you know, there's not another person or an obstacle in my way. It's really just me and my mindset almost. And I started off just really small thinking, how can I maybe fit it in once a week? Or, you know, looking at options of where, where could I go that's quite a quick workout. That's- did you do that second check of, do I really want to do this straight away? Or did you work out what your barriers were before you decided yeah. the things you want to take forward? I initially put everything down and I did have like move house on there and also had like learn to drive and things and moving house is obviously more of a restricted one because we were you know saving up but that's not something that I was ultimately in control of as much as you save you can you can only do that in small stages but it had been something that had been at the back of my mind and that we'd been speaking about for ages but I think I wasn't really saving with a purpose. It was more like, oh, yeah, would you like to save so that we can move house, you know, just whenever. And then when I mm-hmm. reflected on that one, I thought I wanted a bigger house for my girls to have their own room. And my oldest was like eight. So you, I kind of had the reality check there of, well, that needs to really happen sooner rather than later. I don't want her to, you know, hit her teens and be still sharing a room with her sister. And it was more that that had been on a back burner for so long. But when I actually saw that written down and started to think about how long it would take to save and all of this, I really did think, yeah, I want to do that one now as well and get more focus. In contrast, the learning to drive one is probably something that I put down and knew in the absolute back of my mind, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to because I didn't do it when I was 17 and I've never done it since. And as much as I say I wanted to, I think I'm more mean I wish I had years ago. So that's one that I did put down that came out probably in my, if I could have my life again, I would have done that. But at this time of my life, is it one I was going to take forward? Probably sure. not. And I so think it's it being comfortable to make those decisions. And like you were saying about the language drive one, and I think it is like, it's really good reflection that you did there in terms of, yes. well, this is something I want to do. Do I really, really want to do it? Why have I not done it now? And to reflect and say, well, actually, it's something many years ago, because I'm in the same position as you in regards to driving. And I've had yeah. that on my mind map, and I took a couple of lessons, and I've not picked it up. And likewise, to use a similar thing, it's just not a priority mm-hmm. right now. It's not really that neat. Um, it's not to say that either of us won't come back to it. It's just there's other things we'd rather yeah. be doing with our time and energy, right? Yeah, definitely. I think I would maybe consider it, you know, 
somewhere down the line in a few years when I've accomplished other things. But yeah, I thought I'm probably not wholeheartedly well, into and that. And you mentioned now, it so about the house and moving and the girls. And we one. spoke a bit about time when we talked about that initial time when we done the mind mapping and how quickly that time goes and not realising how long ago it is. And I think that reflection you had there in terms of the house band going, well, actually, look at where we are. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's that point in time and saying how quickly time does go and you don't realise yeah. the time that's passed. And it's going, well, what have I done to work towards that goal in the past few years? How can I get it moving again? Would you think that's fair to say? Oh, absolutely. And I think if I hadn't you know, done the mind mapping and really committed it onto paper and made a conscious effort, I'd probably still be in my old house now because it was something that I think probably naively I just thought oh yeah well whenever I'm ready I'll just go out tomorrow and I'll just buy a bigger house and that'll just happen when I'm ready but really it, it wasn't going to if I hadn't you know properly saved and really focused on looking and all of those kind of things so it definitely it's been a massive change yeah I can't it feels like it's been forever now do you know but and I think that's amazing to have way, that reflection as well that, it, it shows you that by committing that time to thinking about what you really want out of life for yourself and also for your family, it allows you to actually achieve those things that you might put off. Because you might have that barrier as well, thinking it's not achievable, like you say about the house, you know, saving for money. And I know people are always like, you know, I've not got enough money to save. I might never be able to afford that bigger house. And like you were saying, you put up those barriers. But actually by yeah. breaking it down into the steps that you have done, you've proven that you can actually achieve it by focusing on that thing that you really want to do. I think definitely. I listened to um, a podcast for something at work the other day as well, and something that really resonated from the mind mapping was a phrase that they used that said, your thoughts can create your realities. And I thought, that's really so it. Like, probably all the stuff in my head, just putting that down on paper and looking at it on paper, it's like suddenly it becomes real. And then, you know, I, I joked about with somebody saying, oh, you know, I'm going to do maybe a half marathon or something. And she was like, put it on Facebook, make it your, like, write it on your Facebook status because once you put it out there and people have seen it and people have read it, then it has to happen. And it's, I kind of related back to that a little bit, that it's almost like speaking out loud, all the stuff that's in your head. What you were saying there about that, saying about living your reality, it's a bit about when you put something down, you actually question, do I really want this? If I was to do this tomorrow, would I actually want it? Or is it just something that's taken up my headspace and actually I don't want to work towards that? So I think it really helps prioritise and question what you want out of life and actually start to move forward mm -hmm. um, as well. And basically outing all your blockers, all those mental blockers and negative self-talk that we might have. I know you said at the start about with fitness, about time and things like that. Do you think that was a bit of a self-discovery for you in terms of like yeah. maybe the mental blockers that you had that you might not have realised? Oh, absolutely. I think so. I mean, oh, I'm going to like four classes a week now as a minimum. And I kind of think I've not changed anything on my lifestyle, really. I've just, you know, made time for it almost. And it's the same time that I would have had before, but I would have just been spent cleaning my house or sitting watching TV and just wasting it. So I think, yeah, it was just having that complete self-reflection of there's 24 hours in a day. I can find one to go and do something with. And just uh, partly it was the right time as well because my girls were older and it's easier to kind of, you know, leave them and things like that. But I think I probably would have just lulled along for a bit longer saying, oh, I don't really have time for it. So it definitely gave me the reality okay. change. And so you've got your fitness you know, habit, you've you got your new thing for that. So what's next on the horizon for Laura?
I don't know. I probably need to do another mind map. Yeah, I think I'm really going with my fitness and I've built, like, probably gone further with that than I ever thought I would have and started really reflecting on nutrition and things like that. And I do think, like, I want to work towards a goal of, like, a 10K or a half marathon and really, really challenge myself to do something like that. I'd like to do it for charity, maybe, give a bit of money back, something like that. But... I've not committed that to my mind map yet because, like I say, then it, it makes it really happen. It is that prioritisation of going, right, what's the thing going to work towards? And it might be one or two or even three things, and you can always come back and revisit and go, what's next? And I think that's fair to say that's the stage you're at now. You've got your house, you've yeah. got your fitness habit. What's next on that horizon? And as you say, for you, it might be a fitness challenge around the kind of like 10K. Um, and looking at anything else you want to do, whether it's holidays or within your corporate career, what are those things and it's sitting reflecting not just what's next but also on the progress you've made and celebrating that progress you've made as well yeah definitely I think it's just for me as well was remembering kind of small steps like once I got back into my fitness and I started to see results and then I really wanted those results quickly but just again taking a step back and a bit of reflection and saying well I'm doing it and I'm doing all the right things and I'm doing it well and I just need to keep doing it and keep being consistent. And it was constantly just having that self-reflection of, you know, you're on a journey and you're doing it and it's not going to change dramatically tomorrow. It's kind of all the small steps that led to the bigger picture, I think, as well for me. So I'm much further down the line and happy with what I've achieved fitness-wise now. But then when people speak to me about it and say, oh, that's great, I tell them, you know, well, it's taken a year. It's not happened overnight. I didn't just wake up and feel like this. It's been a long journey. So I think it's good to just keep that in mind as well, that it's easy to focus and then think that it's going to change just from a few small things. But I think it's really Absolutely. It's that whole like, iceberg diagram where you people only see the peak of the iceberg and they don't see everything that's happening underneath to get you to that place. Um, so Laura, I was just going to ask you about kind of um, sharing your experiences in terms of any top tips for anyone else thinking about doing any mind mapping. Yep, I think probably for me, I would say when I first did the session with you and you spoke about it being visual and oh, that maybe did daunt me a little bit. I'm not an arty person at all, but I think removing all of that from it, the important thing to remember is it's just about getting it out there, getting it all down on paper, you know, and then revisiting it and picking up the priorities. I mean, if I was to show you my original one, it's so messy and scribbly and probably doesn't make sense to anybody else, but made sense to me. And then I think once you start just to continually keep revisiting it and reevaluating and making sure that you're making like the right small steps and the right small changes to get to what you, where you ultimately want to get to. But I think the actual, what it looks like in the document, it's not a big deal. It's more about the theory behind it if that makes sense and just going and starting on your journey absolutely agree with you whatever way works for you whether it's like spider diagram or cutting pictures out and also the fact that if you like it's a dirty mind map and i mean a dirty mind map in a good way <laughs> it's a used document and you know you yeah. might go down explore one avenue and go actually that's not for me i don't want to do that and then you go off and explore something else so it's not fixed you can yeah. change it, start again. And it's all about just looking at the different avenues, different things you want to do, exploring that, going, mm, actually, I found out a bit more about that, a bit like the learning to drive thing, and going, actually, it's not for me yeah. right now. We're going to go down a different avenue. 
And as you say, it's totally your mind map. So it's all about you and what you want from your life rather than worrying about how other people might perceive the things that you have on there. It's really about drilling down to what you want out of life. I know you've had, like I say, great sessions in mind map. You're definitely at that stage of going, what's next for Laura? Um, but I know, like I said, you were kind of skeptic at the beginning when we done the mind map process. Um, but anything else you want to add to help other people with mind mapping at all? No, I suppose just to say thanks to you because, yeah, like I'm really happy how my fitness has gone, really happy with my house and probably not overly bothered that I didn't pursue driving very much. So it's definitely, you know, helped me to reach two massive goals. So, yep, I'm really happy that we had that session that day and that I came away and reflected on it and put some actions in place. Well, thank you, not just for your time today, but also for your consistency and your drive to actually see those things through and achieve what you wanted to do. And I suppose there might be a future challenge between us who learns to drive first. We will have that little challenge in a future date. But thank you so much for your time today, Laura. Um, and for anyone who wants to find out a bit more about mind mapping, again, you can listen to the first podcast or drop me a note on Insta direct. Um, my Instagram is revivefitness1. Um, I hope to speak to you all again soon.